You're listening to WRBB News, a collaboration between the Huntington News and um, Northeastern's radio station, WRBB 104.9 FM. I'm Grace. I'm one of your co-hosts. And I'm Bella. Today we're here with Alexa Koltoff um, to talk about some of the love stories around Boston for Valentine's Day. Alexa, do you want to tell us a little bit about how you collected these stories and some of the like interviews you did, I guess? Yeah, so basically we had this idea pitched to us by someone who mentioned the New York Times Modern Love Project. Um, I also kind of like knew what this was because there are people who do TikToks and reels just like going up to couples, usually in New York City I've seen, like asking, how do you meet? So we thought it'd be a really cute idea for Boston. It actually started out not even for Valentine's Day, just like in general, um, but the timeline ended up being closer to the winter time, so we thought it'd be perfect, and um, we're really happy with how it turned out today. Basically, um, it ended up being two separate weekends. We went out the first time to Boston Common, the second time to the Love Tunnel, which is basically that like, mm, I don't know, like a, it's like a like a passage. Okay, it's so, like by downtown, like by Haymarket, kind of. Yeah. Um, it's like technically called Friends of Christopher Columbus Park, but it's like right by the water. Do you know what I'm talking about? So there, and then they have that tunnel um, and they decorated it for the Valentine's season. So we tried to talk to couples there and just around Faneuil Hall the second time. And just to be clear, how many months is this in the making? So, okay. I mean, <laughs> I guess no, like, <laughs> not even just like a hateful thing. I'm just impressed. No, 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 no. I know. I try to think about like the best way to because like it kind of like sat for a while because we didn't have a plan. We were trying to get as many new writers as we could involve, so it wasn't just Katie and I, the other projects editor. Um, so at the end of it, we managed to get um, four um, new writers who were all incredible. They each wrote some of the stories. Um, along with Katie and I and Annika, the audiovisual editor, shout out, made an amazing um, video to go along with this. Um, and so we started planning it, I would say, probably really to execute this for Valentine's Day about mm, two months ago. Um, and both times we went out, it was one was late January and the other one was uh, a couple weeks ago. What was the trial and error like for getting couples? Were you just like literally going <laughs> so out to people on the street? <laughs> so yeah, so like man on the street with journalism is always a really funny thing. Mm-hmm. For this, um, the first time I kind of braved it and I was like, I'm fine doing it because um, I have to do a lot of that for work as well. So I just, we would see someone who looked like a couple and then I'd kind of like awkwardly approach them and be like, hey, are you guys a couple who lives in Boston? Because that was the main thing, is that they had to live in Boston. So the biggest trial and error, I would say, was there's a shocking amount of tourists from the UK here during the winter season. I would say we failed, I would say, honestly, probably the same amount of couples that we ended up getting nine were like, oh, sorry, we're from, like, the UK, or we're visiting from england or we're visiting and they all had accents and we're like wow that's so funny some of them even started telling us their stories before we realized that we really had to open our questioning with like are you from boston or just the massachusetts area because we have to do that for our paper um so that was the biggest error i would say um but we could say like hey are you a couple do you live in the boston area and then they'd kind of look at me like why are you asking me this but they'd hesitantly say yes and i go well i'm actually with a group of uh student journalist from Northeastern and then I'd turn around and point like 10 yards away where everyone was and we'd all wave and I'd be like will you please come with us like it'll take a few minutes we're doing a love stories project for Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. um and they'd laugh then they'd come over we'd ask if they were okay being videoed and 
all of the couples except for one were so we have a lot of great content with that as well um, and it was just a really like nice experience and I think the couples enjoyed telling their stories um, it was like a very I guess I don't know how often couples get asked like oh recount the story of how you met mm-hmm. to random to a random group of like college students just staring at you <laughs> so um, it's definitely fun yeah so was the main reason so when you asked people did you have like a lot of rejection rejections or were most of the time it was like they didn't fit the specific criteria you were looking for honestly yeah I would say all majority of the rejections rejections were that they did not fit the criteria um I would say there were only a few who were kind of like oh I'm sorry I'm not comfortable with that which is totally fine to be honest I probably wouldn't if I was like on the street and someone asked me that yeah so. no. <laughs> um, did you have like a most frequent age group I guess like were they like a lot of people in their 20s and their 30s that sort of thing um I'd say we kind of had like a little bit of a variety I think our vision was like we'd find some really old cute elderly couple sitting on a park bench in the common that did not happen I'd say majority of our couples were like in their 30s or 40s I would say Mm -hmm. there were a couple ones really on the younger end um one of them like the guy graduated from Northeastern um, and I would say he looks like he's still, like, mid to late 20s. Um, so there's, like, kind of a nice variety. And we had one couple that was a little bit older. Um, they've been together for 33 years, so oh, that wow. was really nice. Yeah. Did you feel like you had, like, I guess with that, a lot of people who maybe went to school in the area and graduated and now just live in Boston? Yeah, so we actually had quite a few people who had relationships with Northeastern, which is funny because we were not anywhere near campus. Um, but people, a few people said they did their grad school at Northeastern. Um, a lot of people were from UMass or other schools in Massachusetts. And then um, one couple was from Bates and Maine. So I would say oh, like yeah. predominantly all like from the Northeast, um, except we actually had one couple who met in India, but now that they live here. Got it. Yeah. And in terms of the videos, they're not available on the website, right? Is that just for the Instagram? Um, no, it, it's on the website, oh, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought I was checking, and I couldn't quite Yeah, find yeah, it. it kind of, like, all came together. It was kind of a multi-step process with getting everything on the web. We have an amazing uh, web manager now, Ariel, um, and she was able to really get everything looking nice on the homepage. So. Is the multimedia aspect of how you presented this article something you guys want to like continue to do in the future as you know the Huntington News? I definitely think so I think we've had so much amazing AV content lately I mean between the bean pot the man on the street about the MBTA closures with this it really like gives people a visual element especially in today's day and age where everyone is like doesn't really have a lot of capacity for reading long news stories people like you know scrolling on Instagram scrolling on TikTok and just receiving their news that way especially when it's something that's appealing or funny even it's like a better way to engage Mm -hmm. with our news so I definitely think like most of our stories now we're really aiming for to have that video element with it not to tutor on horns but I will say I think you guys do a good job of promoting this podcast uh (laughs) news I like I like how you guys um have like little words pop up. Oh, I love the format of it, how it like like, highlights the words. No, no, it's great. I think like also podcasting, radio show, it's like, it's the future of journalism. That's exactly what we told you to say. That's exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think I said that to you. (laughs) I I have noticed like a lot more um, like video content on the Hunt News Instagram. I remember there was something 
I think it was for Spotify wrapped or something. Yeah. It was like, what's, what's your top artist? That sort of thing. Like I love just like short video components like that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the main thing is there's so many kind of like lifestyle-ish trends we see on TikTok, on Instagram. So incorporating that into our news coverage is definitely something that's good. I mean, personally, I think the greatest thing we've produced in the past few months is the bean pop video where Annika went to BU's campus. I don't know if you oh, saw yeah, that. I, that was I actually and haven't seen it. Okay, no, that's you, funny. You have to watch it. She basically like man on the street to people at BU and was like, can you say one nice thing about Northeastern? That's so um, funny. Like ahead of the bean pop final. Like, um, no. And it was, just, it was really, really funny, especially because it's like a different audience. It's not Northeastern students. So definitely check that one out and that one also went a little viral on tiktok oh i think it's like close to 50k views which is is pretty good so (laughs) shout out annika again like none of this is me no credit and i guess you're um do you usually write personal stories like these like in terms of coverage that you No. so like my vision for project section is ultimately like an investigative section um i've written about police before um things like that and I my vision for the future of the section is also kind of like more in-depth investigations it doesn't always have to be serious topics like Mm -hmm. we're trying to I mean this is kind of like you know this is a special information but we're trying to do a little investigation on Cooper the NUPD dog oh so stuff like that um however I think this love story project even though it's like I mean not out of my comfort zone it's just not something that like would pop in my head like oh I want to write about that um, I really did enjoy the experience, and I think, again, it's something that people like to see. Um, so, yeah, I guess kind of just a balance. But, yeah, but I think as, like, as journalism majors, um, I mean, I guess I'm going to only really speak for myself, but I think there is that inclination to, like, try and prove yourself, to, like, do, like, really serious topics. It's, like, housing policy, you know, climate justice, <laughs> police misconduct. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Like, so I think it's nice to also, like, kind of have that change of pace and um do more light-hearted content because people do like to read that too and just like spe- strictly speaking from the business side it's also it's just good as a publication to have a mix because if there's too much or one or the other you get pigeonholed um but i think it's very cool what you guys no, did here it's i fun. i agree for sure i think um that's also like a public misconception of journalism I feel like if you go up to anyone and you're like oh I'm a reporter I'm a student journalist whatever like they're ultimately like get get away from me right now Mm -hmm. um but like not everything is negative (laughs) you know so I think like you look at the news and if you ever see like those occasional very rare stories where it's like oh my god like dogs saved or like look at this therapy dog or or look at this like positive interaction that happened kind of like wait why is this on the news (laughs) but I feel like again it should be something more common um so yeah absolutely and I think it's pretty clear I feel like stories like this are some of the most viewed stories because they're so enjoyable to read and also like I feel like this was pretty like heartwarming for some of them especially the couples that have been together longer so it's definitely nice to see um like fun stories like this no it was really cute oh also I probably should have mentioned so we had nine couples but one of them actually is not a couple oh oh (laughs) so basically like in this trial and error of going up to people we were like first of all we were freezing because the first time when we went to the common it was one of those really cold days so Mm -hmm. the kind of day where like like our feet were getting cold you know um so we were kind of like hoping for one more interview before like we took a warmth break like in a local coffee shop or something so there was like 
I mean, it looked like a couple. <laughs> so I went up to them. I was like, hey, are you guys a couple? And then the like immediate instinct, like no hesitation was like, oh no, but we can be, or like we can pretend to be. And I kind of laughed and I was like, wait, you know, cause if you stop people and they're friends, usually it's like very awkward. They'll be like, oh no, we're just friends. That happened a few times, but um, I was kind of intrigued. So I was like, wait, like tell me more. And then they basically said they're best friends. He has a boyfriend. So they were very, very comfortable with each other. Um, and they actually had, I think, one of the cutest stories. So I wrote that one. Nice. Shout out Gemma and Evan. Um, but I, arguably, their photo, too, looks more couple-ish than some of the couple photos. So Yeah, funny that how that works. A, yeah. <laughs> so Did you, you know. ever go up to someone and have something uncomfortable? Like, oh, no, that's like my my son or my daughter oh like that yeah. i've seen like a couple <laughs> videos of people we had a uh, we had a that. few of those oh my goodness because sometimes oh it's God. difficult to tell especially when people are bundled up i feel like with coats and hats and scarves you know it could be difficult to see age difference like that but definitely it's like that moment where from afar we kind of like you know spot the target and we're like okay we're gonna go up to them then as you get closer you kind of see oh wait looks like a little age gap here so we're gonna be like should i still ask them because you know some people like there is a big age, age gap, gap is in. <laughs> um, no, no. <laughs> but like it was a, it was too much so i think i even asked i can't even remember anymore but like i asked one couple quotation marks i it's not a video um and they were like oh no like no 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 and then i didn't even want to ask like oh is it your your father or daughter it was a or crazy age gap but situation ship that you spotted that's probably <laughs> what happened for no sure. i think that would have been really fun like i kind of wish we had a little more diversity um in the couples for sure um but we can always do it again i mean there's a lot of people in boston a lot of people in happy relationships so yeah yeah, <laughs> not me. <laughs> oh. I mean, we are recording this on Valentine's Day because I'm married to the job. Oh yeah, <laughs> boom. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for coming in, Alexa. Thank, oh, thank you. you. Yeah, this has been WRBB News. Thank you for listening.